Section 12 of Short Stories from Locomotive Engineers Journal, Volume 52. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Short Stories from Locomotive Engineers Journal, Volume 52, by Various. Section 12 the chester inn by ethel h holmes john overacre a member of the national guard of the state of new york was engaged to be married to helen withers who lived in chicago john was called to the colors with the expectation of being sent to the war at an early date most young men who are called upon to fight for their country and have sweethearts seem to prefer to go forth as married rather than as bachelors at any rate john overacre proposed a wedding to his fiancee and his proposition was accepted by the lady since miss withers lived a thousand miles from mr overacre and he could not get a leave to be absent long enough to go to chicago be married and return an agreement was made between the lovers that she should come to him instead of his going to her for the wedding miss withers did not like the idea of a wedding in mr overacre's home instead of her own or in a hotel or in the office of a justice of the peace just as she was about to start east she received a letter from a mrs chester an intimate friend living near new york to whom she had written of her quandary inviting her to be married from her house not having time before starting to write fully on the subject miss withers scratched off a brief note to her lover asking him to meet her on a certain date at the location in which her friend lived adding come to the chester it is unfortunate to be obliged to write hurried instructions for a meeting miss withers ink gave out as she finished the word chester and there was none left for the s when overacre read the note he inferred that the chester was an inn he was too busy with his military duties to read the missive over a second time indeed it was difficult for him to do all he had to do before leaving to keep the appointment overacre concluded to make the journey in civilian dress though he took with him a uniform in which to be married after spending an hour on a train he alighted at his station a taxi chauffeur stepped up to him and overacre told him that he wished to go to the chester the man knew of no such hotel but preferring not to confess his ignorance and having often seen a handsome residence which was known as the chester place he concluded to take the chances of its being the house his fare meant the consequence was that overacre was driven to the house where he was to meet his bride thinking that he was going to a hotel a maid in black and white uniform opened the door for him and in a few minutes a lady came in to receive him i would like a room if you please he said i am to meet a lady from chicago here miss withers has she arrived now the lady was miss withers friend mrs chester she had expected miss withers a few hours before overacre arrived but had received a telegram from someone doubtless travelling with miss withers stating that there had been a railway accident and consequent delay the fact that the telegram made no mention of miss withers having escaped injury looked ominous it occurred to mrs chester that it would be better for the present to keep the matter from mr overacre his having mistaken her house 
for an inn facilitated her doing so the lady has not yet arrived she said but i have been advised of her coming i am lieutenant john overacre i am to meet miss withers here to be married to her did she mention this fact she did she is to be married in this house do you know if she expects me to make the necessary preparations for the wedding i will do that for her indeed have you had any previous acquaintance with her oh yes miss withers has been here a number of times very well i suppose there is nothing for me to do so with your permission i will go to my room i have been so busy lately that i have had very little sleep i may get a nap before my fiance's arrival it will freshen me this suited mrs chester exactly since she hoped to get news of miss withers while her fiance was resting she led the way upstairs to a chamber overacre following it did not look like a hotel bedroom there being pictures on the walls and various articles that one does not find except in a private house but overacre was too much absorbed in his approaching nuptials to say nothing of his military situation to dwell upon the condition of his room and after getting the dust off him he threw himself on the bed closed his eyes and in a few minutes dropped asleep the next news mrs chester received of miss withers was brought by the lady herself she had not been injured in the railroad accident and was perfectly well mrs chester informed her of the arrival of her fiance that he had mistaken the house for an inn that she had permitted him to remain in error that she might better save him from anxiety concerning his expected bride miss withers went to overacre's room knocked gently at the door and receiving no other reply than a snore pushed the door open sufficiently to enable her to look in at her slumbering fiance he seemed so dead tired and was resting so comfortably that she had not the heart to awaken him going downstairs to her friend she said i don't know but that we had better permit him to remain in ignorance of the fact that he is in a private house he is very sensitive as to his treatment of others and to know that he had spoken to my friend and hostess as a landlady would dampen his spirits for the wedding so soon to follow i have been thinking of the same thing and quite agree with you replied mrs chester there will be no necessity to make an explanation you can tell him about it at some future time at the end of two hours after miss withers arrival the time appointed for the wedding arrived and the butler was sent to overacre's room to awaken him and announce miss withers arrival the announcement tended to arouse the lieutenant who completed his toilet and going down into the drawing-room embraced the girl who was soon to be his bride she explained the delay in her arrival and her presence uninjured did away with the shock that might otherwise have been expected i think we need some refreshments said overacre and stepping to an electric button pushed it the butler entered and overacre said bring us in a bite of anything you may have in the larder and let me have a wine card the butler had been coached and retired with a simple yes sir the bride-to-be was about to inform her lover that he was making a mistake but changed her mind concluding to let the matter take its course there being some delay in serving the refreshment overacre rang the bell again intending to give the butler a piece of his mind for being so long but the man brought with him a tray on which were a dainty luncheon and a bottle of wine all right said overacre where's the wine card 
the landlady says that it will be in the bill was the reply lieutenant overacre and his bride-to-be enjoyed a very delicious luncheon together overacre it must be admitted was more in a condition to make merry than his fiancee who was beginning to feel somewhat concerned as to the treatment the friend who was permitting the use of her house for the bridal was receiving at the hands of her lover this belief that mrs chester was a landlady and was to receive pay for what she was giving was becoming embarrassing something must be done to change the status don't you think said miss withers that since mrs chester has been so kind as to make the arrangements for our wedding we should invite her to lunch with us certainly bring her in miss withers went out and returned with mrs chester who played her part as landlady admirably and treated the bride and groom with the respect due them from one of her station overacre drew the line between his landlady and an equal much to her amusement while his fiancee was a trifle embarrassed at the situation the wedding was set for four o'clock in the afternoon overacre was to leave to rejoin his regiment at five while the bride was to remain for a brief visit when the parson arrived the household entered a room that had been properly decorated and awaited the coming of the bride and groom the latter was somewhat surprised at the richness of the decorations and voted the landlady who had prepared them a trump but what surprised him more was to find her gowned and jewelled in a manner not befitting the landlady of the chester inn there was still another surprise a necklace that only a person of wealth could afford which mrs chester gave the bride for a wedding present by this time overacre began to suspect something was wrong but he did not communicate his suspicions to his bride shortly before leaving the house he said to her i suppose i am in for some expense in this matter not at all was the reply since we could not be married in chicago where all the expense would have fallen on my father the bills here are all paid the same as if the wedding had taken place at my home but began the groom and paused but what how about the luncheon and wine i ordered stammered the lieutenant the bride broke into a laugh called her friend the landlady and all was explained to the groom his remark on being enlightened was indicative of the selfishness of man if this gets out in the regiment i'm gone up i am delighted said mrs chester with the outcome of this affair when this morning i received the telegram announcing the accident i was filled with terror lest we should have something very different from a wedding i had no idea in permitting lieutenant overacre to remain in error turning the affair into a bit of fun he should certainly thank me for saving him from several hours bitter anxiety and he has also to thank you replied the lieutenant for a luncheon and a bottle of wine when lieutenant overacre returned from the bridal trip which lasted but a few days they went to mrs chester's house since overacre could not atone for mistaking her for a landlady by a gift he declared that he would name his first girl child for her end of section twelve